The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to the final episode in this special series where three people sit at the gaming table with a camera at one end. Be sure to check out this immersive video on our YouTube channel with JJ, Kurt, and Joe. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, all over the place. Make sure you search us up on iTunes. Give us a good rating there. We're going to go around the table and say a quick hi, starting with... JJ here. Um, I am the DM today, and uh, thank you for joining us in the world of Ashfar. Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Arianne, the half-elf sorcerer. And I am Joe playing Johnny, the human rogue in this fifth edition game that we're playing. Uh, a special short a series of episodes where we are playing D&D fifth edition with three people. JJ is our GM, Kurt and I as the players. And we have, um, this is our third episode in the series where we have kicked off a little mini encounter, mini campaign, if you will. Kurt's going to give us a recap on how that went last time. Yeah, I mean, the first thing we noticed was there are no girls here. So there's a lot more belching and farting and less talk about penises than usual. But uh, in terms of the game itself, uh, last episode started with Johnny and Ariane, who are old friends from the city of uh, Sargast, uh, heading out on uh, a hunt, if you will, with Garstag, the great hunter from the town of Chalksmere. Uh, they know that uh, Garstag either is not a great hunter or at least did not kill this huge famous boar in the way that he had told everyone that he did. And they were using the trip out into the woods as a chance to learn what really happened. Uh, Ariana in particular suspecting that perhaps something Garstag had done uh, might be the root of the curse that is affecting the town. As you may recall, all of the townspeople are turning into boars or pigs at night uh, and are being guarded by the seven-foot simpleton Wem, uh, who is keeping them safe from the deer man, and kind of an invisible stalker with horns and spooky eyes. Uh, but individuals have been being killed, uh, one taken away each night and killed, so an end has to be put to this. Uh, after a lot of flirting from Ariane towards Garstag, lots of persuasion, uh, she ultimately convinced him to take them into the grove where he did, in fact, kill the great giant boar, and they learned that this was essentially a sacred grove of the uh, local nature god, Wahoon. Uh, And more importantly, they learned that the only thing that Wahoon would accept uh, in order to right what he views as a wrong is the life of Garstag, or Garstag's dressing in the skin of the boar, uh, which we have taken to mean uh, that Garstag must be permanently turned into a pig. Uh, so Johnny and Ariane are, uh, as we start this last uh, episode, are going to have to decide how to deal with what is clearly uh, going to be a difficult moral decision for them. Yeah, he's, got, he's got to physically become a pig, not just metaphorically. Because yes. he's been kind of a pig. Yeah. So uh, before we get started with the story, I, de- I definitely want to um, ask our listeners here, would they like me to continue the story? Would you want to hear the world of Ashfar come to life? Um, let us know in the comments. Yes. And of course you can email us at adventures from the shed at gmail.com. All right. 
JJ, um, kick us off there. We are, I think what we... We're we still at the Grove. Um, yeah. I think the last plan that we had was that we were going to stop, pick up the uh, the, the new the newest uh, game to have fallen to Garstag's bow, which was the Owlbear. Oh, um, I forgot about the Owlbear yeah. combat. How could I not talk about that? I know, right? Mm. You just um, set it on fire and then it beat me up. No, he, he puked on it. Well, yeah, there's that too. Um, the ray of sickness was effective. <laughs> the ray of sickness was very effective. Uh, so yeah, he's he's going to uh, enlist your help with dragging the game back to town. Um, and uh, you know, uh, Wem Wem is there because Wem Wem's up from his uh, mid afternoon nap, and uh, he's like, oh, "What's that? What's that?" <laughs> um. I think it's probably a good idea to let Garstag revel with this uh, with Wem for now, because it may be his last return from a successful hunt. All right, and um, so Wem Wem Wem's like he's like he's he kind of swats uh, Ariane away from him. He's like he's like I, I can drag it, I can drag it, <laughs> and it, I mean he just uh, hefts it all by himself. Just whomp, whomp, whomp. <laughs> he lifts it in one nice. arm and walks away. Nice. But she yeah. is happy to let him do that. Um, she's and uh, yeah, I mean the the village kind of gathers around and like like what is that like that's an that's an owlbear like how how how'd you shoot it and he's and he's describing the story about how like you guys were bumbling around and uh, you know it was charging down it was about to kill one of you and he just shot it shot it shot it shot it, the arrow straight through its cervical spine <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Johnny would take this opportunity to find either a local healer or at least a place to rest for a little while. Um, there is no local healer for, okay. to, for to say, but there is an inn that uh, respite can be found. Okay, I will rest my pit. And Garstag knows that you can get rooms by the hour there. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's hoping Ariane may follow him there. Yeah. <laughs> but I would definitely like to go there to do a uh, game short rest. All right. So, so go ahead and uh, roll your hit back. dice now. Let's see. No, just get it out of the way. Uh, for my is plus two. That's six. Let me add that. Um, heal six. That puts me at 30. We'll do one more, and that will do it. So I'll be full. All right. And I am at full. And but while for you're me, doing- that's seven. Uh, that's seven. That is an hour where Ariane can try and see what's going on. Okay. Right. So during that time, I would be back talking to uh, the locals and seeing if anything is exciting has happened while we're out. Not raising the issue of what we're going to do with Garstag because I want Johnny there for that conversation. Oh. But, um, um, nothing. Nothing exciting has happened. Uh, the one lady, she's very excited that her potatoes have taken root. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's good. I'm yeah. very happy for her. Tubers, they're nice. <laughs> it's not a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, that's um, that's excitement in the Hamlet right. right there. Well, so I think, uh, Johnny, before this goes on much longer, we're going to have to talk with uh, at least with Hamlin, uh, if that was his name. Uh, Hanover. Hanover. Oh, sorry, Hanover. Um, and let the, the, the town decide what they want to do about this curse of Bohoon. Mm-hmm. So, so, you, so you, an hour you, later. So an hour later, yeah. um, you guys uh, broach the subject, and uh, Hanover's like, "So, the Wuhan has cursed us, and we suspected." But I, I heard um, Hanover. I firsthand in my head after learning what a sacrifice to Wuhan is like. You uh, I heard Wuhan? it, and no one else heard it. So yes, I have to say yes. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. Um, so I was a communal virgin as it were and um was it good for you 
it was disturbing. <laughs> it was all in my head. That's often how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, Wuhun has said that um, your hunter, Garstag, needs to be further cursed so that others may be uncursed, might be the easiest way to put it. He, you'll lose him forever. But that's the only way to save the other 299 people. 94, because five have died. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't math. Uh, I stab. <laughs> you stab. Stabity, stab, stab. I, I mean, that's... That's not something that I take this... this I, I can't take the decision lightly, Like That's... I, I wouldn't have even thought to say it, except that a god spoke in my head and that's not a light thing to have happened to me it, it, it has changed me in some way it's disturbing and I'm not sure I like it however the message that was given was that well what about this the the deer man the 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 stalker like can we can you do something with, about him just so he's like you know we we can deal with this curse just you know we don't want to, have to keep dying to to the to the stalker there, there's the question of balance, as Wuhun put it to me, that in one hand you have the life of an animal that was important to Wuhun. On the other hand, in order to balance it, you have to give the life of Garstag. Now, it is either he must die, or he will uh, be turned into a creature of nature permanently, and that is what your, and I'll do the air quotes, your dear man is here to fulfill. Your dear man will keep coming until Garstag has been taken. Or you could offer Garstag up to to stop the dear man from taking any more of your innocent people. Um there there is the the the, the rage of Wuhun as it were, because it was I think it was described as rage yeah. last time. The rage is caused by your man, Garstag, following or, or capturing this pig at, this boar, at the shrine of Uhun, and sacred ground is where it was killed. The, so it should have been protected, and oh. uh, he took it from a, at the wrong place. And not where he told you he took it. Yes. Oh, that changes things. The, the, there's nothing that could, yeah. Huh. He violated the sanctity of the grove by killing that magnificent beast there. How, as emissaries of Saragost, how would you handle this in the city? Uh, in the city, I think, um, in area, and you help me out if you, if you will, but, um, I, and I hate to put it this way, but normally we're just following orders. We're, we are not decision makers, but what we would look to do is we find somebody in charge, find out what their orders, their decree is based on the severity of the crime, and then help to fulfill the decree. I, sp- I guess then uh, we'd have to arrest him. And I, I mean, I don't want to kill him, so I guess we'll have to yeah. make him a, a bore. Like, being he's, sacred he's, animal he, over God can't be that bad, right? I mean, if he... If he, if we want to try and put a positive spin on it, he would become as favored as the animal he killed. Yeah, not that he wants to, but it would get him into that same light at least as would, far as would the you God. would you guys help us apprehend him? I don't 
don't think he'll I don't, us, I don't think he will come willingly. Uh, we are now from outside of here. The Is this like a jurisdiction thing? Do we have jurisdiction in this area? Uh, we be he, he is not deputies? going to pursue charges. Yeah. Yeah. And Hanover would not pursue charges, but you don't really technically have jurisdiction. Okay. So he's just asking us for help. Yeah. I will because they, they all recognize him as the best hunter, so therefore he's probably also the best fighter. Yeah. I think that this is the town's decision and not ours, but our job here is to get you all to Saragas, and whatever we can do to facilitate our completing our mission, I think that Johnny and I would be willing to do. You got it. Um, so the council is there with him, and, uh, you know, they, oh, you know, check, check amongst <laughs> themselves, and they all That's agree like that. Charlie Brown teachers. Exactly. Womp, 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 womp. Uh, and before we de- sorry, but before we deal with um, actually apprehending him, um, is there anyone here that can remove curses? Oh yeah, he, you might have noticed the blue skin. We weren't going to mention it. Okay, it's, I, f- um, I just feel a little self conscious. If they, you know, if you have any magicians or warlocks or wizards or witches, if or you saw if you it, saw it, the owl bear that um, Garstag dragged in, yeah, and Wem helped with, um, suffice it to say that Garstag only had the killing blow, not any blow that mattered. Interesting. And part of that was a little bit of the magic's gone awry, a la Smurfette. Do you think that like he timed it to steal the killing blow in order to... I, I'm pretty sure he kill-stealed. We camped that thing for hours, and he just <laughs> showed up and bam! <laughs> he is an opportunistic hunter. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, there you go. I like that wording. <laughs> but in the meantime, if you have perhaps a... An old wive around here that might just there, know, there's curse. um there is the old library, uh it's in this it's in the town hall, um you could check see there's scrolls I mean we there there was a magician that lived here at one time, okay might uh you never do find anything useful in a new library, so you know That's true you always have to look for the old ones, uh that might be something worth doing while um uh while they I mean I guess um. Uh, I gotta remember his name now. Sorry, Hanover. Uh, how do you want to approach Garstag? Man, we're going to follow your lead here. What is it you would like to do? As far as do, do you corner him? Do you ask him to tea? How do you handle your hunter? Uh, where well, I think I think the best thing would just to uh, rip the bandaid off, as it were. Ow. And okay. uh, just confront him um so as far as the library go ahead and roll me two d100s two d100s you roll one i'll roll the other one all right 92 and 28 and 28 all right mariner's armor (laughs) and unbluify and yours is what 92 92 and 28 28 yeah So we're we're grabbing the things right out of is that the the DMG spell right? scroll of third level. So is 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 remove curse a third level it is spell? A third level spell. There you go. Third level abjuration. How fortuitous! Is that what I rolled? Yeah, but Mariner's armor. What is? That? I don't know what that is. Don't know. But we, you get to going to deep blue. You get to uh, breathe the the brackish water of Wahoon. Let me just double check. But I think remove curse is third level. Um. 
Well, I guess so. It would take a few minutes at the library. Um, oh, there you yeah. go. I'll just feel a lot more confident if I'm not blue. Yeah, third level abjuration. One so, while wearing this armor, you have a swimming speed equal to your walking speed. In addition, whenever you start your turn underwater with zero hit points, the armor causes you to rise to the surface. Nice. So, were these things we found in the library? Yep. Nice. I don't know why Mirror's armor is there, but um, yeah. we'll take it. Well, you could see why it's never been used. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of landlocked here. Yeah. Um, all right. So do we have... Am I back to my usual fetching half-elf self now? You are. Oh, yay. Yes. And uh, right. that STD you got from the uh, last guy <laughs> is also gone. Oh, superb. <laughs> that was quite a curse. <laughs> nice. We have... Um, d- does the town have anybody that they have... Uh, th- I'm going to use the word constable, but somebody who... Ah, a constable. Somebody A constable Because my first thought Roger Burlingrave. Roger. All right, so we're going to check with Roger. Um, and with, uh, with Hanover present at the time, let's get Hanover to, to make sure that Roger knows what's going on, and then we would follow Roger's... The lead, I would guess. So, Roger rounds up his posse, you guys included, and uh, you know, he approaches the the commotion that is the exuberance of the celebration that is happening around uh, yeah. Garstag. It's the Owl Bear Party of '06, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he's, I mean, you know how it is. Mm. The 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 spinning of the tail has gotten wilder and wilder. Um. As the yeah. you know, by, you know, by the time it, we it, get there, this was the baby, and we took down the entire family. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, this was this was the only one small enough that you two <laughs> yeah. could handle dragging back. <laughs> yeah, because he had to he had to make sure his well, both yeah. his arms are free mm-hmm. to protect you from the other mm-hmm. owlbears that were attacking. Right, right. Can you turn okay. him blue? That would be nice. That would be. Uh, I it think we're going to turn pig. him something worse soon. Yeah. All right. So that best has the time come. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, uh, Roger, you know, steps up to the plate, and he's got his uh, manacles out, and uh, he goes, Garstag, I have to place you under arrest. Uh, you've you've violated the the laws of nature, and uh, Wahoon demands that price be paid. And uh, he should call him a punk too. Yeah, punk. You feel lucky, punk. And uh, Garstag's like, gentlemen, what? What, what, is, what is this? What, what yarn are these foreigners spinning in your ear? I, I, I will actually, at this point, in front of everyone, say, you know full well at the Grove today, Wuhun spoke and demands that the scales be balanced. It is time for that to happen. Your delusions do not belong here. Be gone from this place. I leave. Okay. <laughs> Venture over. Done. <laughs> Wanna go have sex? Yeah. <laughs> Queen camp first. <laughs> Look, we've got almost 40 minutes left. That's not going to last the whole time. Nah, that's right. The question minutes. is, though, <laughs> if you found Vaseline on your butthole in the morning, would you tell anyone? <laughs> would Ariane? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she might kind of like it. Probably. <laughs> so we have... No. Um, no, I mean, I guess I would just stand there stoically. No, no words. It's time for Roger and, 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 yeah, the, and the, the posse. The posse isn't moving, and uh, Roger. You know, when uh, 
Garstag doesn't make a move. Uh, Roger approaches him and you know begins to untwist the manacles, and um, he's like, "Give me your hands." And uh, at this point, uh, Garstag begins to look more bestial in nature. Um, his lower, the lower half of his uh, incisors are starting to grow longer, nice. and uh, it, it is middle of the or it's toward the afternoon, and uh, it is not time to change. And it does not appear that Garstag is in any pain from this change either. I want to roll to freak out. I rolled. I failed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So I guess um, who around is armed? I, I guess I would shout a call to them. To, uh, yeah. To it, it's pretty to much arms. just the, be- the, the posse. Awakens. And they only have billy, billy clubs. Okay. Well, let's do what we can to subdue him. Um, so you have about maybe six, seven seconds here before, uh, in other words, a surprise round yeah. while he's changing. Okay. Well, then we don't want to kill him because we need to bring him to the Grove. Well, if he's changing, and that to me screams lycanthropy, and I don't have any silvered stuff anyway, so we just the best we can hope is to subdue him. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, his initiative will be a... Ooh, I got a, a good number. A 17. Ooh, I beat him. I got 16 plus, I think, two or three. Uh, 19 total. So I think I have the highest at 21. 19. So I will be at 21 and Arian 19 yep. and Garstag has 17. And we'll do the crowd, the posse, you know, at, at the okay. end of the initiative. So yeah, we'll go just a couple numbers apart from each other. And we get a surprise round. In a way, because I know I can't kill him, I'm going all out. Okay. I really, I'm going to lunge straight forward, uh, unsheath the rapier, and straight forward right towards his neck. All right, so go for it. Sneak attack and all. Because you do have advantage. I, I get, I've got this. First off, he's pissed me off. And <laughs> second, I know I can't just kill him, and he need, he's going to be sacrificed. He's going to lose his humanity or his life, and um, I, I can beat him up as much as I want for now. So I have an 11 plus 6, a 17 to hit. Uh, that will connect. Okay. 17 hits, and that gives me this damage, which is 8 and 4. I'm sorry, 8 and, yeah, and 4, uh, 12 damage. Okay. So, I, yeah, right in there, and then because there are plenty of people around, I am going to disengage this time. Okay. And um, figuring that there's, if there's a crowd about him, it should be easy for me to step away. And that rapier hole begins closing almost immediately. Of course, yeah. Uh, so bringing up in. the secondary attack. Right, so... Um, I mean, really, we just need to be distracting him long enough for them for a pig pile on him or something, right? Because we're not going to A pig do- pile. I like <laughs> it. Yeah. We're not going to do any lasting damage, even from, with magic, from right? From game perspective, I'm presuming we still need to reduce him to zero hit points. Okay. To uh, subdue him. That's my guess. I mean, unless you can hold person type right. of thing. Um, Mechanically speaking. All right. I'm just going to uh, use a cantrip on this one. Okay. Wait, do I have advantage on surprise round? Yeah. Uh, in that case, I'm going to use... Uh, Ooh, to cast light at him. <laughs> a blue light, so he can be blue and see what it's like. I will use the Ray of uh, Sickness again. Okay. Uh, can I grab a D20? You sure can. Pick one. You. Not that one. 
13 and 12 See? plus 6. So 19 to hit. Yep. All right. And that is going to be the um, 3. Are you going to enlarge in it? Uh, <laughs> and bigin. Mm-hmm. You totally should. Uh, I can cast it as a second level spell. There's no reason not to. So that would be 3d8. And uh-huh. then I can use one to empower it if I need to reroll some of the damage. You can Do I have to call that beforehand? When I think you got to call it beforehand. On the empower? Yeah. So even if you roll great damage, you have to reroll yeah. it? No, you don't have to reroll it. You can choose up to, but you still got to call it beforehand. Okay, well, I've got plenty of spell slots, so I will empower it. All right. Uh, so I'm um, five, one, and seven. Yeah, reroll and that I one. I will reroll the one, so I'm at twelve. Uh, <laughs> Two. You doubled it. Yeah. You doubled it. So that's fourteen. Uh, plus, he gets to make a con saving throw against a DC fifteen. He probably has a decent constitution. Yeah, he got it. He got it. Okay, so he's fine. Uh, so that's it for me. So twelve damage. Oh, 14 damage. 14, and I only have one second level left. So now anybody else who's That's going to go in spell. the first round. And uh, are you going to... Uh, I can't remember. Do I get to make you roll one of the things right now or no? Uh, n- yes. Any th- well, you can make me roll any time I use a spell slot. Oh, let's do it then. Okay. Wild magic. Yeah, it's crazy. I, mean, wild, I could be rolling wild, constantly wild. for a DM that wants me to. Yep. All right, so this is the D100. D100. Page 104. We are looking at the wild... Uh, Fireball centered on you. Kill the entire <laughs> crowd. <laughs> All right. That, that's what I'm hoping that. for. Some drama. Just to, uh, just to be... Yeah, so... Tides of Chaos... And actually, I think it's any time you yep. roll a one. Yeah, Wild Magic Surge. Starting when you choose this origin at first level, your spellcasting can unleash surges of untamed magic. Immediately after you cast a sorcerer spell of first level or higher, the DM can have you roll a d20. If you roll a one... Uh, oh, right. If you roll a one, roll on the Wild Magic Surge table to create a random magical event. Ah, okay. so I wouldn't probably have been blue last time. That's, That's okay. Fine. So I'm just trying to avoid the critical fail. Okay. Nine. So no effect. All right. Okay. That actually makes a little more sense. But then uh, if you choose, if choose to gain to, advantage, right. then it rolls. Right. That's the wild, that's the tides of chaos, which is what I did last time. Okay. I'm done. Um, in the first round, um, the next one up is Garstag or anybody else who needs uh, to act. So, no, well, it, it, that was a surprise it. round. Yep. Uh, is anybody else any of the... Uh, I mean, they're, they're kind of freaking out because he's changing in... Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys are the only so ones that aren't shell shocked. Yeah, okay. Then um, I'm going to do my. I'll start doing the dance. I'll step in there and and um, disengage. Stab step at in, him disengage. And then jump back. Yep. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to use these two this you, time. You're going to pokey pokey. I'm going to. You're going to do the hokey pokey. Let's see. So uh, 16. That will connect. 16 hits, and that will be uh, this and this. Two, four, and five is nine, plus four is thirteen. Nice. Damage. And jump back. Disengage. Back Arianne. to me. Back to you. Magic missile. Pew, 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 pew. That's uh, pew, pew, pew. As third level. I mean, at second level. Okay. So that'll be four darts. Uh, they're automatic hits, right? They are. Yes. So I just rolled the 1d4 plus one for are each. Are you going to enlarge in it? 
So you can re-roll the dice and begin. Sure. This is likely our last encounter before we rest, so that would be two plus one. Well, just do do. Oh yeah, I'll do them all. Let's do two. There you go. You got it. One plus one. Two plus one. And three plus one. All right, and I have. I just used one there, but I could re-roll two. I'm going to re-roll... Two. You can do that plus your charisma modifier or something, right? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so I'm going to re-roll... The first three? I'm going to re-roll the first three. I have my dice that look like candy if you want to roll them. Uh, I'm going to stick with these. You ended up with a four. There, there we go. go. So that goes to a three plus one. And four hey. plus one. All right, this is uh, good. I mean, even this is the one, it's still come out ahead. There you go. All right. So we ended up with 3, 7, 9, 12, 16, 14, 15, 16 total damage from that. That's a bunch. That's a good hit. Yes, it is. And that looked like this. Ready? (laughs) And like, and they're they're whipping, like, because they're unerring. You're actually like being like a splashy. You do like this, like, little art thing. And, uh, they come out and they all converge. And they 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 weave around people because there's a crowd now forming, and they actually weave around people and bow. Well, what's pretty sweet about it too is it's like they went at first they go out and then like she realizes that a couple of them aren't quite right and she can like almost like pull them back and bend them. It's like yeah. a program. Yeah. So um, and I'm sure just out of spite they turn blue right before they hit. They are blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all um, right. Now it's Garstag and whomever else. Garstag is going to, uh, he's going to, he, he, he still kind of fancies Ariane. So he's going to actually charge the arresting officer. Uh, and so he's going to actually use the move charge uh, while in hybrid or boar form. Um, whew, yeah, let's see. Is there any chance I can take a swing at him as he runs by? Yeah. Let me try that. See if I can use this one. Oh, no. Forget it. I roll nine. I'm pretty sure nine isn't going to hit him. All right. Let's see. Let's see how well Roger fares. My timing is a little off. I wasn't expecting, expecting him to charge so quickly. Four. Right. Ten. Oh, my. Thirteen. Fifteen. Plus three, 18 damage. And uh, he, you know, he charges Roger with, and with his tusks, gores him right in the belly and flips him up over himself. And then, you know, roar flexes. And huh. uh, Roger is a crumpled heap on the ground. Oh, no. Poor fellow. Killing vill- villagers now. Well, that was the boss. That was the uh, constable. Uh, not so good. Um, well, then, at this point, I am, like, starting to fear for those around and uh, I will step back in. Um, would you say I still have advantage at this point? Yes, there are enough people around that uh, there's enough distractions. Then I would definitely hit with a 21. And again, it's the uh, the way I see it is it's nearly always multiple stabs with the rapier. It's not a single one. It's the feints and the, the super-duper yeah. sword play. Death of a thousand, thousand yeah. cups. 
And um, that's uh, a good roll there. Eight, 11, 14 plus four is eighteen. And at this point, because I am a good person, I will not disengage. Um, I think that I would rather save. You do the uh, the the neo. Kind of. It's not so much that I want to stand face to face with him. I just think if I'm right there, he's probably not going to kill an innocent person. That's true. That's true. I'm not going to taunt him, though. <laughs> I'm still a little afraid. <laughs> I'm going to get, take that chance. And uh, Arian. Arian's turn. All right. So I think she is going to cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Which I have to roll to hit, right? Yeah. Uh. 13 plus 6, 19. That will connect. That will connect. And Ray of Frost is a cantrip at 1d8 cold damage. Mm-hmm. Come on, baby. 8. Wow. Hey. Nice. She's on fire. She does not like this guy. No, she's, she's on cold. Yeah. Ray of Frost, she's on fire. She did, uh, she did not want to have sex in the tents. <laughs> <laughs> now that she knows he's, he's just a pig anyway. Um. He's going to uh, attempt to attack Johnny. Oh, crap. I know I put myself in harm's way, but still. All right. Um, so we're going to hit with the uh, his his hands and his tusk. Oh, snap. That's multi-attack, isn't it? Woo! That's a 19 on the die. That'll hit. Yeah. So this is the, this is the claws. <gasps> I rolled six twice. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good at all. That's uh, that's uh, that's fifteen damage. Okay, and then the tusk. I'm afraid. How many do you have left? Uh, twenty-two right now. Uh, sixteen to hit. It hits exactly. Yes. Oh dang! I could pretend it didn't. Uh, that, that is another twelve damage. Twelve. And well. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Then that is plus two. Seventeen. That will make it. Okay. So I ain't I ain't down with the sickness. You are not down with the sickness. All right. Would um, you have turned into a werewolf? I don't know. Or werebore? Possibly. Mm. Probably. Uh, you, it's what? Do they do it in stages again? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first stage, I think you just get sick. I don't think it changed. But anyway. All right. Is it back to Ariane? Uh, that's me now. Um, Johnny's going to stab it, stab it. I'm going to have to. And this time I'm probably going to have to disengage so I don't die and all. Um, let's do these two. Uh, hey, that one's got 20. That's right a on. crit. Um, it's been so long since I did this. Do I re-roll all? You, you re-roll all the dice. But I don't add the plus four on the second. No. All right. So the first is um, 12. And then, wow, what crappy rolls. Um, then adds, uh, what, eight, nine on top of that. So 21 total. Um, yeah, death of a thousand cuts in this case. I probably hit him 21 times to inflict that damage and then disengage. Disengage. Um, conveniently stepping behind whoever is, looks like the most sturdy villager. Um, Wem. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I will. And Wem could probably take a few hits. Yeah, and I will make it look like I am still brave, if at all possible, while I spit out blood and hide behind Wem. Arianne. All right. Arianne is going to try to cast. uh, I don't like how you say try to cast. (laughs) 
She is going to cast. I'm afraid. Uh, Firebolt. Okay. That's that will connect. 22. Uh, this does 1d10 on a hit. Nice. And it will be fire damage. Three. Three. All right. And um, empowered that one. he's going to uh, charge after Johnny. Um, Wem, save me. I mean, hey, what? And uh, Wem kind of in, in a, uh, a wrestling stance. Okay. And uh, he's going to aid you with and intervene. Okay. Um, so let's see how well that goes. I'm just going to hold my rapier in front of me, hoping it charges into it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wem ends up getting gored instead. <laughs> Poor feller. No, he doesn't. Well, then. Wem actually... Yeah. So you deflect him? Wem just kind of uh, grabs him by the tusk and twists and kind of uh, re- rearranges him a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Wem, there you go. Mm. So now that he's been rearranged, I'm going to stab him again. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Oh, my. Eight and six is 14. 11. 11 is the really? AC you're looking for. Wow. All right. So, hey, that hits. But, you know, he's got 78 hit points, so there's and, that. Good gosh, I can't roll damage for Pew. Um, but that's 6 plus 4 is 10 uh, damage. And disengage again behind Wem and say, well done, Wem. Do it again, buddy. Mm. All right. Uh, you demand. Ray of sickness. Because it has worked so well. Uh, 16. That will connect. That'll hit. So this is at first level this time. So this is just going to be 2d8. Uh, plus the con saving throw. And I'm going to empower this one in case I need to re-roll one. Five. And eight. You uh, got to re-roll to five? Uh, that? It's, it's over gonna, half. Yeah. It's... I think you probably should stay with that. No, nah, heck with it. Re-roll it. Go re-roll for it? it. Why not? Why not? All right. Statistically wrong choice, but yeah, we'll do it. but we're right at the end, right? Five. So, all right. All right. So that's going to be 13 and then a con saving throw DC 15. Does not make it. Fails, so he's because poisoned. Well, until the reason I'm thinking of that is this could be our last fight. Right. And what if he says you needed one more hit point? Exactly. And you're like, damn. <laughs> uh, so he has disadvantage on rolls next turn. Until the end of my next turn. All right. Um, now it's, it's his, his turn. turn yeah. uh, he is going to you uh, rock, Wem. You line up the attack again and Wem's in front of you. All right. Wem's going to check. Oh, Wem got it. Uh, Wem is going to attempt a grapple onto, Ooh, nice. uh, before he had to kind of just kind of shove him, but, yeah. um, so what ends up happening is, and then let's see if, uh, Garstag can break it with disadvantage. Seven, six. So no, Garstag oh. is not going to overpower Wem. Uh, he's a tough little bugger. He is. Wem has a 20 strength. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, right. so... Wem ends up uh, grabbing him by the tusk as he comes in and um, kind of like the, imagine the, the bullfighter yeah. you know, lets, lets him go past and then locks his elbow around uh, his neck and then just kind of lifts his feet and lets Garstag's momentum drop him to the ground. Nice. So his uh, face connects with the ground. Um, and uh, you, you now have a grappled werebore. That I can stab in the throat? Yep. Nice. Let's do that. Uh, I'm going to use these two. 
Ah, good thing. That one's gonna the nineteen's gonna hit, that's for sure. Yeah, well. The one is not. I don't want to stab um Wem I accidentally. No, you, um, you you're very precisely That would be nineteen damage this time. All right. Yeah, with Wem holding him still, I definitely is he's much easier to hit. Much easier to inflict damage upon. And what will Ariane be doing? She's thinking she should probably be looking for some rope to tie him up. But in the absence of rope, I think she's going to uh, use her last spell slot for some magic missile. She's going to mage hand and flick him in the nuts. Who's <laughs> your, your magic lasso? My lasso of truth? Yeah. So, uh, Dude, that, that is horrible. Because uh, mage hand can exert five pounds of force. That's got to be painful. Can you Even imagine for a flicking that in the yeah. nuts? Like, it's like getting hit in a, with a sack of potatoes or something. All right, so that is 7, 9, 10, 11, 12 total. <laughs> One point short? Two. Two points <laughs> short. See, now, if you had rolled a 7 on that re-roll, um, it's his turn, Garstag. Uh, he's going to attempt to break out with disadvantage. All right. You got him, Wem. You got this. Uh, not with that four. And Wem's going to have... Yeah, Wem's got him. All right. Mage hand can do... Can it not do 10, lift 10 pounds? I think so it's only five. At this point, I would just want to step up and, and knock him out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you guys have managed to subdue him. Uh, with Once 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 the, the villagers see that Wem has overpowered him, uh, uh, the next constable, the constable in training, uh, he comes up and, you know, he grabs one of the arms and he, you know, he motions you to help him wrestle the yeah. other arm behind the guy's back, behind Garstak's back, and he... You know, it takes a while because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a screwing mechanism to get the manacles on. Is um, um, Hanover around? Uh, yeah. He's, I would he, shout to Hanover, have someone see to Roger quickly if he is still alive. Yeah, no, he's, he, his, his body is a crumpled mess. That's a shame. Entrails are trailing. <laughs> and ending? And ended. Um so yeah, the, the the fight is over and Garstag is he's I mean he's he's not happy. He's very quickly regenerating. Um but he has been subdued. Um and between the 200 some odd villagers that will make the trek to the shrine, he's not going anywhere. Uh and you get there and you guys drape the skin mm-hmm. the boar skin over Garstag and um the tree actually animates completely this time. There is a sudden silence. The face on the tree blinks its wooden eyes. The yawning mouth slowly begins to speak, water sloshing out of it as it moves. The words are in some barbaric, ancient language, but you instinctively understand somehow deep within your being. Wahoon accepts the offering. Do not kill that which is sacred to me again. As you have made right that which you did, I give you now my blessing. You will run with the boars in the woods at night, but it shall be by your own will. No hunter will come to slay you. Your children shall be human by day and boars in the hours of darkness, as they will for as long as your bloodline shall continue. I have spoken. I have decreed. Huh. You weren't talking about me, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure. So it, the 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 no. thing has 
changed from being um, a curse to being a boon. Nice. Um, so in the aftermath, we go back to um, Chalkshmere. We still need to get uh, Hanover convinced that it's time for people to pack up. The, um, the attack of the uh, Dark Army is imminent. So one thing that you guys have definitely noticed is that the, uh, all the villagers are now much brawnier than they were. They're right. much, like, the, the lycanthropy is changing their bodies mm-hmm. in subtle ways. Um, they're brawnier and hairier than they once were. <laughs> nice. Uh, even the women. The women have even thicker mustaches. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Hanover is very eager to leave because, one, it's kind of been stuck in this town for a little while now. Um, and, two, he does not want to, he wants to save as many people as possible now. Uh, not at a total of, what, well, We have a good people. chance of saving the rest of them if we get moving. Yeah. So, um, he says, lead the way, good sirs. Can we see the um, army's clouds of dust in the distance? No, they're still, still, they're still a little ways off. No. Okay. You still have time. We can't forget our horses. That's right. Uh, if we have the time, we should have people pack up anything of value. Oh, yeah, value, they, they, they can do but that. not everything. Get what you need horses. to live your life without what you can't live without. Then um, we can lead them back to Saragost. Does anything happen along the way? Or do we just get back? Uh, no, nothing happens along the way. I mean, let's do like a you know like a random encounter and let the the werebores do their thing. Sure. Um, Wipe them out. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much that the werebores are. They're a lean, mean fighting machine. They are. They are lean, mean fighting machines. Uh, a a new force has been born to be reckoned with. That's crazy talk. We get back. And we have, I'm trying to remember the guy there, Koloki? Koloki, yeah. Koloki. Um, we have to let him know what happened. Uh, Koloki likes to speak in colloquialisms. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, <laughs> no, um, and he's, he's very confused by this God nonsense because he's not quite a believer um, other than, you know, the one that he worships. Oh, of course. All the other ones are stupid. They are. Um, and uh, he's like, so wait, you're telling me that it was a curse and now it's a blessing. Like, mm-hmm. wait, do you think we could conscript these guys into the army? I think you should spend some time with Hanover. And see if uh, he and his people are willing. They probably need some time to adjust. They have been living at the feet of a curse for for weeks. And if it has become a boon to them, um, they need time to adjust from what was a curse to what what is now a benefit. Did you receive this boon? Not that I'm aware of. Although I, I heard things in my head that I never thought I'd hear. All right. Let's see. Do I turn into a pig? Do you want to? Do you, do you want to add the wearable template to your character? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. How do stealthy, either of you want to? How stealthy are pigs? Hmm. Um, really, the only thing that happens, you get to add to your strength and you gain tusks. 
And you also gain immunity to non-magical weapons. Huh. Yeah. What the hell? All right. So you Johnny. Johnny's now werebor. Oh, one more thing for Arian to deal with. Yep. Yeah? You want Oh it? yeah. It will be a No, no, no. Really? She's good. She's good. Oh, she's good? Yeah. It'll be an inopportunity. She does, she uh she's a delicate little flower. She doesn't like the idea of having a mustache. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It'll be blue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I rolled for the blue one. <laughs> it's better than the awesome. fireball. Uh, or turning yourself into a sheep. <laughs> So in in being the first successful messengers to return from Chalksmere, what treasure and what loot? Do we get anything? Uh, you get the, the Mariner armor. Oh, yeah. And uh, you get the boon of uh, Wahoon. Um, but unfortunately, there's two other villagers villages that have not um, responded to summons. I can see the calling now. all right is that it for today that's it that's fun thank you guys very much for joining me today and allowing me to uh, run this little teaser if you will of what this campaign could bring us so let's talk about a little i like personally i like the interaction bits um that we really spent the first session learning about stuff and investigating stuff rather than just finding the invisible stalker and stabbing it in the head that kind of thing. Um, granted, uh, we probably couldn't have just killed it off. However, it was neat that it was there, and it was more of an ominous thing. Almost, it's more of a driving force yeah, rather than a monster to kill. What did you think of some of this stuff, Kurt? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, especially because I've been playing uh, a different Dungeon World game a little bit that's had a lot of combat and it's yeah. grindy combat. So this was fun to um, have the investigation and the personal interactions. And, you know, uh, I mean, it's a morally gray choice. So, I mean, ultimately, I think we did what we had to do, but that's not an easy decision, even if you kind of know where, where it's going ultimately. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, we didn't need to necessarily kill somebody, but we did take away their humanity, which is, that's kind of rough. That's, uh, that's akin. That's yeah. akin to it. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I really like about this, uh, this, this campaign setting is that uh, there's, there are a lot of morally gray things. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you told people where this is from. Do you want to tell um, them what? Yeah, this is, the, this is out of the Drow Wars book. Um, it's, a, it's the book one, um, obviously, and written by Adrian Bott. Um, I purchased this a while ago um, from a buddy of mine. Um, it's, a, it's copyright 2005. This was for 3.5 using the D, D20 system. Okay. Um, and it's a, I mean, that's a classic campaign. It, it, it's a big it, adventure. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's a 1 to 30 campaign. Um, I doubt we'd be able to get through all of that with the, yeah. with the podcast. but um, In a few years, maybe. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, but no, it, I've always wanted to run this campaign, and I've, I've never had a group that stuck with it long enough to actually do it. But this is the, the like, there's a lot of quality content in here, and you know, kudos to Adrian for uh, writing writing this. That's very cool. I like the idea that we, um, I mean, as we played, again, part of this being that we've got three people at the table and we're playing, we just kind of threw stuff in there to make things work. The... The, the two characters had worked together before. We know how this is going to work because of some rapport that we didn't have, but we made up a, as we went. It's kind of important for that when you have fewer people at the table to make sure that 
there's some link, even if that link is being strangers, create something and, um, and run with it. And I, I appreciated the way we did it. I thought it worked out well. Um, one thing that I really liked, uh, as frustrating as it may have felt, I really liked the way that JJ played Wem, uh, because it was just, uh, what? Yeah, it was perfect <laughs> that there's only so much questioning you can do. To a when, simpleton. Yeah, exactly. And, and he, he answered the best he could. And that was perfect. Everyone's yeah. pigs now. Yeah. Everyone's pigs. They're all pigs. They're all pigs. And that was very cool. Um, the uh, combat with uh, Owlbear. Uh, gosh, I really didn't think I was going to get beat up so quickly and so much. Uh, I thought that was Yeah, they was hit like a truck. Heck yeah. And I know we don't have a, um, a an official tank or melee character. But I liked that it was... Like, on the edge. I was ready. If I got hit again, that could have been right. it. That, right. that would have been. And if I'd been in your position, one of my spells that I had but yeah. did not use today is shield, mm. which I can throw up as a reaction. So yeah. if I'm about to get hit, I can throw it up, and it saves me for that turn. And I think the next turn, I think it's good till the end of my next turn, yeah. and it adds five to AC, which That's is pretty cool. sweet. Yeah. And I don't think you ever got to use your uh, boots of striding and springing. I didn't because I didn't really think about it much. Yeah. <laughs> but that was mainly a failure of... This is one session, and we didn't really study a lot of it. Yeah, and then the uh, hat of disguise didn't really come through either. Yeah. Right. So I suppose you probably could have changed yourself back to not blue if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you could have disguised. That's true. I probably could have. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Interesting. Um, I, and I also, one thing I liked was normally in town, whenever you think about going to town, there's always help in town. In this case, we had no help in town. No, they wanted you to help them because yeah. they they were trapped, and that's what exactly what was happening was the uh, the hunter was not allowing them to leave, um, okay. and uh, so when they left the outskirts of the town or they tried to le- go anywhere other than the forest, uh, the hunter was killing them uh, as soon as they left. Um, I should have played. They hadn't paid their price yet. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, though I hadn't played the right price. The hunter was trying to pay the price for them, just wasn't paying. Hadn't killed Garstag yet. Uh, that's crazy. You know what's cool about this too? We talked on our last sidebar about you know what you do when you're missing a player. This is the kind of little piece in an adventure like this where you could, uh, if you were playing with a larger group and you were missing one or two players, you could do like we did: have a pair go off and deal with one town, and then do another session with another one of your pairs going off and dealing yeah. with another town, and that. That would work well, saying, "Look, there are two, two or three places that have to be dealt with all at once, yep. and doing them like kind of mini side missions." It's cool. That could definitely be useful, especially if you have a campaign where people haven't gone to that spot that you were hoping they would, because players will always derail what you're trying to do. Oh, for sure, right? Um, and maybe you have that opportunity to get a couple of players off to that spot. That oh yeah, I mean, if yet. if the players had never decided to come to uh, Chalksmere, yeah. Um, yeah, which honestly is one of the cooler things i've you know seen written um you know i i definitely would have breadcrumbed back to it eventually cool awesome well thanks for doing it yeah i think we're good we we can wrap this one up and um definitely thank you yeah and again you know guys if you guys want to hear more of uh, the world of ashfar uh let us know um i would i would love to take over the dm Rains and uh, bring this campaign to life. Let Joe play for a while. I like playing games. <laughs> but we will definitely, after we wrap up our Alamon campaign, we will definitely have somebody else at the helm for a little bit. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I like it. 
Awesome. And in the meantime, we're going to wrap this one up and say goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Arian and Johnny solve the mystery at Chalksmere. JJ, Kurt, and Joe, thank you for being here, and we hope you enjoyed our series of Three and You. Get yourself a couple of friends or more and get your RPG going. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs>